0: Thanks for finding our podcast, Keep Questioning.
1: We encourage you to look at life from a new angle. Ask questions, seek personal growth, and prove you can think. Learn more about this podcast at our website, Novotropis.com, where you can also learn about our book. I guess I should say welcome back, everyone, since it's been almost two months since we did a podcast. (laughs) Welcome, Carolyn. (laughs) To keep questioning. So I know we have some things that we want to talk about. We don't have a whole lot prepared at the moment, because honestly, we're doing this a little bit off the cuff right now tonight.
0: Yeah. We have some things (laughs) I think we should talk to everybody about as to why we've been away. Uh, We are organized people. We are very serious about this podcast. And... We love doing it because we think we have a unique skill of looking at a different angle.
1: Uh, Yeah, we like to talk about things from a different angle, present different viewpoints, and we just enjoy it.
0: Yes, and we think that there's many very good podcasts out there, but we found that almost everybody who talks about any topic tends to follow along certain lines, and we like to question that. That's why we're called Keep Questioning and We Look at a Different Viewpoint try to <laughs> so we take this seriously <laughs> but we did have some things that came in the way uh, over the winter you know we were busy and then we had some things going on ski patrol mm-hmm. and a variety of different things and uh, should I mention some of the things that happened in I had surgery
1: yeah we're gonna talk about some mm-hmm. of that stuff right
0: I had surgery yeah, start with that and uh, also at the exact same time that I was having surgery. Literally
1: the same exact day, pretty much. Yes. The night of.
0: The night before the night I'm before. supposed to be going to surgery at 6 in the morning, Carolyn is out until 4.30 in the morning. Yep. Not having a good time.
1: No. I can say it. Um, my, my dad was very sick suddenly and had to be uh, taken in a helicopter to a hospital for a very emergency surgery and a very long hospital stay Yes, and (laughs) And a lot of stress on our whole family. (laughs) Yes,
0: it was was quite impressive to see how her family did this. And this is one of the things that I think is on my heart to share with this. And I'm looking over (laughs) Carolyn when I see this, I know how hard it was for her because I'm in surgery and it broke her heart not to be there. Mm And yet, at the same time, she couldn't be there the day that I'm supposed to be coming home out of the hospital. No. I'm scrambling. Thank God for a good friend named Dennis who helped me out. Yeah, uh, that was a
1: blessing. That was
0: such a blessing. (laughs) Uh, But I saw some amazing things. And and I just want to give a shout out to the St. Luke's people. They're, They're amazing, just amazing group. uh, And
1: I'd like to do the same for the hospital my dad was in
0: because, um,
1: yeah, he was in Geisinger Mm -hmm. and they basically saved him. Mm -hmm. Them, their staff, they took such good care of him Mm -hmm. and we were so thankful
0: (laughs) for them. So it it was a very difficult time. I want to say a little bit about what happened with me. Mm -hmm. My recovery has been up and down and then I had a suck back. I guess it was three or four weeks after surgery. Wound up in the hospital two nights in a row. Uh,
1: yeah, on Easter Sunday. Easter
0: Sunday. <laughs> so it's been a little bit rough. Uh, now, while I'm doing pretty good now, and I, my prayer is that God put me back in, get me back into those mountains, make me fast again. I want to get close to some PRs.
1: Yeah, I think that's your goal. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Carolyn can see my eyes light up and I'm even bouncing back and forth. He's
1: punching his fist forward.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to get out there again. I'm ready to go, so uh, that's my goal. Uh, But I saw and learned some amazing things watching your family, Carolyn. And I just feel I know that what we're doing here is catching up, but I want to challenge everybody that when you go through things, there's wonderfulness in the midst of a storm. Find it. Yeah. And also, I want to challenge everybody to observe other people. Sometimes they're going through things that you can't possibly imagine, and that person that you're getting upset because they waited two or three seconds too long at the stop sign, shame on you for being impatient on them. You have no idea what they're going through.
1: Yeah, I've heard that saying. Mm-hmm. You never know the battles that people are fighting, so always be kind.
0: But also, I want to question everybody and encourage you to think about other people because, oh my goodness, the strengths that other people have, that you can learn from people. Sometimes the most knowledgeable people are the worst people to learn from because they follow long patterns. Have you seen that, Carolyn?
1: They follow... Um, Along
0: patterns of thinking.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I would say so, yeah. Like sometimes you just never know where you're going to find... Uh, a little kernel of wisdom, because yes. you never you never know what people could be willing, not willing to share, but they might have to share, and you might mm-hmm. not expect it.
0: Your family has taught me a lot, and I'm amazed <laughs> by watching the love that your family has had for your father.
1: Yeah, we do. I want to share some stuff about that. Go ahead. So, yeah, our family, I feel like we've always been this way, and some of it's come through some of the things that we've been through together. And I feel like families can go in opposite directions when that stuff happens, and our family has always bonded together. And no, I we've you. always just um, been close, I guess. So what you're
0: saying, uh, I I heard a little <laughs> bit. Are you suggesting that life was not always on a perfectly upward, even trajectory of happiness? No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no we've we've been through so su- we've been through many trials together. You know, just family situations and moving and just difficult things. And the one thing that I feel like we've always prided ourselves in is the fact that we're a close family and that we stick together. Why? Why are you close? Because, because we talk to each other. Because um, we keep each other like informed about what's going on. We share things and we spend time together.
0: So you put effort into it. You have to. (laughs) You put effort into it and you chose. Yeah. So you guys have had all kinds of situations thrown at your family throughout your life Mm -hmm. that has just been an amazing thing. And yet I don't know if I've ever seen a a family bond together in such love that has just hit me to the core, that has strengthened Mm -hmm. me by watching it. It's something you guys have chosen, I think, every single day of your life.
1: Yeah, I think you have to. You know, you have to choose yeah. love in general every single day of your life.
0: Mm-hmm. And you choose to love people and you choose to do things. My goodness, almost every other day I'm hearing you talk about something you want to do for a family <laughs> member. So that goes back to that word of love, Love is the feeling. Love is a verb. Love is a verb. It's an action. Yeah. <laughs> just like DC Talk said Yep. It. So I, your... say, um, I just want to
1: say, I just want to share a little bit more about mm-hmm. what happened um, from my point of view, I guess, but... Um, Yeah, my dad was in the hospital, and he was in the hospital for almost a month. He was in ICU for about three weeks, and then in a regular room for about a week until he was... Three
0: weeks in an ICU.
1: Yeah, before he was well enough to even come home. Yeah, three weeks in the ICU, and it was quite a battle, and thankfully he wasn't too far away. It was about an hour, but... We were taking time off work. My mom mm-hmm. was off work the whole time.
0: Even staying at a hotel.
1: Even we stayed over at a mm-hmm. hotel to be close um, a couple times.
0: Working and, in a um, cafeteria.
1: Yeah, working in a cafeteria several <laughs> times. Um, it was challenging, but you know, it was. I was thankful that I could do that. But um, we just. I learned so much, I guess, because I I learned that there's people that are there for you um, unexpectedly that would just help you when you have no one else to turn to
0: mm-hmm. you're not talking about the hospital you're talking about other people around you I think
1: yeah talking about people that are friends people that are acquaintances that stepped up to mm-hmm. you know to the plate when you need them because there's so many things when you're going through a crisis that you don't even think about until it suddenly happens
0: yes and we've had friends calling us
1: mm-hmm.
0: we've had friends emailing so many people from us. church
1: asking about it yes how about thing, how never, things are going?
0: Never underestimate the power of prayer.
1: Yes, exactly. I want to share about that. Go ahead. So the power of prayer and miracles is incredible because I honestly believe that my dad is currently a miracle. Like he is mm-hmm. here with us because he's a miracle.
0: I, I can I can attest that. And quite frankly, he was in pretty bad shape.
1: He was in pretty bad shape. Yes. And even our pastor, he came to see him. And I showed him a picture of what he looked like, uh, you know, like a week or so ago. hmm or maybe a couple of weeks ago, and he was like blown away by the difference because he's like, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but when I saw your dad, like he kind of looked like he was at death's door, and I'm like, well, he, was. he pretty much was. <laughs> yes,
0: for three straight weeks.
1: Yeah, for ba- basically three straight yeah. weeks. And then I shared a story with our pastor that at the moment that he prayed for him when he came to visit and he laid his hands on him and prayed for healing, I basically got the reassurance from God that he was going to be healed you were sure i was sure beyond a doubt Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i never was so sure of anything in my life because i just knew
0: and for your dad to even be to the point where he can eat Mm -hmm. food Mm -hmm. and talk yeah and today you were able (laughs) to take him outside yeah Mm Uh, That's miraculous
1: (laughs) He went went outside he ate a peppermint patty so he laughed at Andy Griffith being
0: able to eat a peppermint patty It
1: was all I wanted like about a month and a half ago Yes,
0: that is that's miraculous (laughs) and you know, we've we've learned a lot about things like that from other people over the years Uh, We think that we like to love people and do good things, but that didn't come upon us automatically. I don't think anybody loves other people automatically I think in your family you learned it through your mom
1: my mom was definitely like the driving force behind behind it all for us yes
0: she was she was always there and And this is mother's day so she now yeah is
1: amazing (laughs) like she is just amazing because she she feeds my dad if he needs help she's just there for him and the love that they share together and they've had their ups and downs Mm -hmm. but they're still together, and yeah. she's there for him, and like Wonderful they just, woman. they love each other so much. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it's just, it, to me, it's like, I feel like she is the model of love.
0: And, and this is also in Mother's Happy Day, mother's so Day, a shout out <laughs> to all moms, and be, we're very thankful for what mothers do, uh, seeing how much mothers love, and, and also how much that love, like I was beginning to say, isn't something that comes upon so I mean, you mysteriously that. or automatically. Yeah, Love is something that you pick up little by little by seeing it
1: it. Mm -hmm. or
0: by somebody doing something for you. I know throughout my life when when people say, what is love? Or what have you done? That's what I would say. What have you done? Have you done something to be thankful? I remember for years I would have people do little things for me. Call me when I was sick. Ask why I wasn't at the gym. Check on me for this. And... Over the past number of years, I could just use that as an example of how people would say, do you need something? Can I help you? We're praying for you, calling me at times saying, we're in this together. And I call them to say, we're in this together. Uh, What can we do for you? And you learn and -hmm. you support one another because you see it. But at the same time, if I didn't choose to do that, these tiny little acts of love and these things that your mother does that are little acts of love, you could have just hardened your heart at any time and Mm -hmm. just chosen not to do those. And when you start to do love, what does it make you want to do more or less?
1: It makes you just want to go crazy with doing stuff Mm -hmm. because you can't stop yourself.
0: (laughs) I think we're wired for that. And I know that human beings, mankind has stepped away from that. But when we look to the other direction toward negativity and toward the opposite of not having love, toward evil... It doesn't fulfill you it doesn't fulfill you at all it leaves a terrible hole inside of us our bodies are shaped as many thinkers have said for thousands of years our souls are shaped with a hole that only love and many people have said God's love can fill God and shaped hole God shaped hole that's, that's what Plum said, and it's mm-hmm. very true when you avoid doing the love when you al- avoid seeing the love and allowing it to do something well, you're just going to run for this, that, and the other. And we can see that in society when people run to things, they they just keep running. They just keep running from the one weird thing to another strange thing to another negative thing to another angry thing. Does it ever make them... Does it ever solve the problem? Does it ever stop?
1: No. I mean, they just keep looking for something Mm -hmm. else to Mm -hmm. fill whatever void they're trying to fill. I just want to say something because I just thought of it when you were talking about love. So it's almost like Love is like the rain, mm-hmm. and we're like the ground. Oh, and we have to let it soak in. If we don't let it soak in, then nothing can ever grow.
0: Nothing's gonna grow. Hmm. You got to let it work. Yeah. So, I think that we want everybody to uh, think about those things we said because we've definitely learned and been strengthened by a lot of things, and our goal is to get. Back up those mountains this year, and yeah. Have s- definitely <laughs> get as close to PR as we can possibly get.
1: Yeah, we were talking about our calendar of what yep. we're gonna do when we go on vacation.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: in the, I guess the end of July, early August. I wanted to say yeah. something else too. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's just something that was I, It was a blessing to me when we were going through all these trials mm-hmm. with your surgery and your complications and with my dad. Um, we had some ladies at our church make us um, prayer shawls. Yes, and. The prayer shawl ministry became a very powerful thing to me mm-hmm. that day, and there was a couple nights that it was the only thing that kept me from like almost like it, having a lot of stress, I guess. When, you,
0: when somebody gives you an act of love that they made...
1: Yeah, it was touching.
0: When you wear it, or when you include that thing, you you're, your whole presence is feeling, I'm in agreement with all these other people. Yeah, you just feel, you
1: feel like you're connected, connected to, to them, with you, yes. that you're... Like you said, right. you're, you're mm-hmm. with them. Yes. But um, so I just wanted to say that I was thankful for that. And it really, really touched me. And I think it's a great thing, a ministry and a great yes. thing that happened to us. And I was so blessed.
0: To it. connect people together. Really. And here we go back to the choices that we make. And uh, when you, we look around society and we say, we don't want to believe this or we don't want to believe that. Or we don't think this is real. A lot of it comes down to our own stubbornness. You know, there's a lot that we can receive that is good if we let down the walls and we decide to receive the good and open up to what is around.
1: I think the main thing that I just heard you say there is that receive. Receive. You have to be open mm-hmm. and willing to receive, and you can't receive. You can only receive if you have a door. No, walls don't have doors.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so, true. That's a very good thought. Walls don't have doors. <laughs> and you open up. Because if yeah. you don't open that door, we you have, have a open. door. We are a being created with a door. And we have the free will to open it. Mm-hmm. Or we have the free will to brick it up
1: mm-hmm.
0: and never let it open again. Yeah. But if we do that, it doesn't make us any better. It just keeps us running from one nasty thing. And all you have to do is take a look at 2022... And take a look around and just see if if people get peace by putting up walls and by denying love and by running toward confusion. There is peace.
1: You have to look for it because some people purposely try to make confusion because evil Breeds in confusion. Yes. I think. Yeah, I, so, I agree. That's, that's where we are in our society. It's just our society the is
0: immersed in confusion right now at all levels.
1: So, what can happen when you open the door is that you will find love and you'll have connections and a family, maybe not mm-hmm. an immediate family, but I feel like love can open the door to any kind of connection in family. And if you're lonely, maybe.
0: Even to your parents.
1: Even to your parents. Um, I was just gonna say that um, love can open the door to any kind of connection that you're looking for, regardless of what it is. And yet you don't need to be against your parents or anyone else or people that maybe you think don't like you. And all you have to do is just open up the door and you never know what you might find.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we agree. We agree? Yeah, we would agree (laughs) with that. Now, one thing I do wanna mention Before we go on a slightly different topic. Yes. Can I speak on a slightly different one? Yes, you may. Last time when we were together, we talked about youth of America being given away. And I know that some people might have heard that and thought it was very peculiar. We absolutely do believe that. Mm -hmm. I think you would say that we don't have any second thoughts on anything we said out of that, do we, Caroline?
1: No, not at all.
0: And in America, we have terribly given away youth to confusion, and we filled their minds... With the negatives that previously we would keep them from the negatives, and we would parents would be parents, and adults would be adults, and kids would be the purpose of a kid is to grow up and become an adult, not for the adults to become the kids. Uh, teenage depression is something that I've had on my mind related to that. And yeah, you we were
1: talking about that.
0: We talk about love today. And we talked about the blessings of love with your family and the good things and opening the door. Mm -hmm. And I think that dovetails very clearly and closely with the teenage depression and confusion that we see in our society today. Yeah, it does. And perhaps we should investigate that further. I know we have written about it, discussed it thoroughly, and I'm sitting right here. With yep. a full page a full of different page topic there. ideas on <laughs> on some of the things that we think need to be discussed and, uh, for teenage depression and look at it from a different angle. Uh, because we think that uh, we as people who know how to love, open the door and love. And we can resist this. We can try. We can try.
1: We can do our best.
0: So we gave you a little bit of a <laughs> wink toward the next time there. <laughs>
1: yeah, we just wanted to talk and kind of give everyone a recap on what had been going on because it's been a long time and we yes. miss it and we hope you miss us. <laughs> yes,
0: and we have some pretty heavy things we want to get into. We have something that we've written about uh, that we will cover that's pretty heavy called functional blindness.
1: Yeah, we want to do that one. We've been mm-hmm. thinking about that one and have that ready to go yes. for a little while. has yeah. a great
0: deal to do with the leadership and that's pretty heavy. So it's going to take a little bit more pre- preparation. Uh, But we think that's very necessary for everybody to get. It has to do with leadership, as I said. We have this teenage depression topic that we just have been munching on with enormous amount. Uh, I know we want to do individuals, and you have an individual podcast or two that you'd like to do.
1: Yeah, we've been talking about it.
0: I have some that I like to do. I put together only a very small portion with about 16 pages of material on misinformation
1: (laughs) just 16 pages and dishonesty
0: in the news media so i'll have to find a way to shorten that up a little bit (laughs) but today i think our heart was on love
1: yeah i think so and in um talking about love we are in the process of planning um our five-year wedding renewal service
0: it's very special to us and we're gonna have a good time
1: so that'll be in july
0: yes so (laughs) We gave you something to munch on with love and somebody upcoming podcasts. And as we said, we're going to hit somebody's pretty hard and look at life from a different angle. So until next time, what do you say, Carolyn?
1: Keep questioning.
0: Keep questioning. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast, Keep Questioning. You can find more information about this podcast and our books at our website, novatropis.com. That's N-O-V-A-T-R-O-P-O-S dot com.
1: We want you to always strive for truth, growth, and God's love in your life. And always, keep questioning.